guys, I'm Ash. And I'm Pete. We're two friends with a combo of seven kids ranging from toddlers to 20s and two crazy husbands. Our paths were not easy. With childhood battle wounds, divorce, second marriages and all, we somehow found each other. And together we talk real life, laugh, cry, and figure out how to survive the day. Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's P and Molly. Woo! Yeah. Um, Ashley is out again. One more week, hopefully. Um, hopefully she's back next week. And uh, Molly's back. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, and it's kind of nice because Ashley, you co-hosted and stepped in for me, so it was you and Ashley at one point, and now I get you all to mm-hmm. myself, and I get a little double trouble. Mm-hmm. I get to be with both of you, mm-hmm. which is cool because yeah. I have, I love both of you together as yes. a package deal, but I have, you know, things I like to talk to you both separately about. Too. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Because we have our own topics that we can talk about that I actually know. might not be able to relate to. This is very true. This is very true. Yeah. Well, we're, we have a lot of similarities in, and we talked about this a little bit when we were all on the show, but you have a teen, although she's your stepdaughter, but you've got a teen and you've got toddlers. And I tell people all the time. When they see me with the little ones, they're like, oh, you have two? And I'm like, no, I have three. And I'm like, it's not just that there's three. It's the fact that the three are in very different stages that I feel like if you can handle toddlers and teenagers at the same time. Mm -hmm. You can master the world. You can. I know. (laughs) I feel like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's so nice. Because, like, it's like a trial run. Okay, that sounds really terrible. That sounds really crappy for the older ones. But it really has been. Well, you know why? Because you sit there and you go, oh, I am not doing that again. (laughs) I am not going to do that with the next one, right? You really do. Yeah, and then you've got this buffer, right? So, like, when it comes to James and Kaylee, who are the two, my two youngest ones, like, I'm still kind of raising them the same. Because even though there's a little gap there. They're in the same boat together, right? right? Yes. But then with like my teenager, there's such a long gap mm-hmm. between the little two that I can, I have some time. I have a buffer to correct whatever mistakes I might've think I've made. Yes. And the situation's different too, because the parents, the parent, the, the parental scene has changed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that already in itself is different. Well, yes. So I have so much to talk to you about today Ugh. with this, but Dang it. I know, but it's so funny because, um, Molly shows up to record and she's I'm like, the kids <laughs> are driving me nuts. She's like, Oh, great. Me too. I seriously just, it's so weird. I was at work and this morning I was even like, gosh, like I can't believe, oh, a memory came up. Oh, yeah. And it was a picture of Tony holding Gigi like days old. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my heart. Like, I can't believe she was that little. Tony, 
you know, when you see your husband holding a little baby, there's something, oh, right? It's so juicy. It really is like, mm-hmm. it's a sexy look, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not really the same right now <laughs> when, they're, when they've got legs coming out and the, they're trying to haul the kids off and you're yeah. like, you're in that, okay, sweet, okay, love you guys, you know, whatever. and Get out of here. Yeah. It's your turn. Yeah. Like, take yes. It. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're on shifts and everything. It's just so different right now. So I was like, gosh, I was like so like sweet and oh my, my husband's so sexy in this picture and the baby's so little and cute and oh my goodness and then I pick them up and I'm like everybody be quiet I know it's bad for me right now I hate I hate yelling and I don't want to yell but it's like nothing is heard until I yell mm-hmm and I'm like, why? Why? Why do I have And then to it's yell? a really sick cycle. So like, damn it. There's this one mom, a friend of a friend's that I just admire so much. She has mastered not yelling. And she just talks like this to her family and they all obey. And she just keeps a very calm, quiet tone. And I've seen videos of it and it works. But she has taken a long time to get there. And she started from day one. That's our mistake. Well, my mistake. I'm a yeller. I am too. I'm a yeller. I am too. I'm a threatener. Yes. I'm a terrible parent. Like when it comes to discipline. Oh, I everything. everything. (laughs) No, I did everything. I'm like, no, that's all the things I do. Threaten. And I'm like, even today when we were leaving, it's like I'm getting Georgia and I'm like, Georgia, we have to hurry because I'm, I'm. I'm so busy at work. I'm cutting it close to like pickup times for the kids. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's, it's the lesser of the two evils when I pick up the kids, because I have to get Danny. If I get Danny, which is super quick and she has to be picked up actually before Georgia, like time wise, Uh um, she has to be picked up earlier than Georgia. But if I get her, then I have to get her out. Um, I have to buckle her. Then I have to unbuckle her and I have to run all the way in with her. And then she always wants to stay and hang out in the classroom. And then I got to get Gigi, and then I got to, and it's just this whole process and it takes forever. So I'm like, I leave like seven minutes earlier than I normally would. And I'm like jamming because I'm still running late. And I'm like, I'm going to get Gigi first and then go get Danny. Brilliant. So, which Gigi always wants to go into the daycare, but I'm like, no, no. we don't have time for that. Yeah. No. So. I go get Georgia and I'm like, come on, we got to hurry. Like, let's go. We're going to go pick up Danny. Da, 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 da. And it's like, like the slowest movement. She's talking to the teacher. Why? What? What can tomorrow? Can we? And I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh. We like, have to go by the deadline. Yeah. Go. Let's mm-hmm. go. We walk outside. I'm like, Georgia, you need to hurry. She's like, I'm hurrying. I'm like, we get in the parking lot and she starts to go the opposite way. And I'm like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And she's like, she's playing around because she wants to go around the cones. And I'm just like, get in the car, get in the car, mm-hmm. get in. And she, she kind of like yells back to me. Yeah. She so. goes, I am. And I'm like, you what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready to, I'm like going to come out of my skin right now. I'm like, don't you ever talk like that to me again. You are being rude. You are being disrespectful. That is not okay. Do not ask for anything. And it just, that was the tone for the rest of the night tonight. And I'm just like, why? Damn it. It's so exhausting. 
that's how, that's what's going on in my house. And I realized I am the catalyst of it all <laughs> because I yell mm-hmm. and it's teaching my kids to yell. And so we're all just a yelling effing household. Yeah. And okay. This is what's really interesting. The dynamic in my house right now is like James is getting really smart, really, like, oh, yeah. really, oh, yeah. you know, really wise. Yeah. And mm-hmm. He knows how to, what to say and stuff. And so like, I'll hear him telling Kaylee, well, if you do that, I'm not going to let you sleep on my bed. And mm-hmm. I realize he's doing the same shit that I do to him. Like uh-huh. James, if you don't eat your dinner, you can't have dessert. Right. Kaylee, if you don't let me play with your tablet or whatever the heck it is, yeah. you know, then you don't you get can't anything. yeah then you can't go with my buddies and I down the street and so I have to like the kids are getting it's funny the way they get older I realize the mistakes I make <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing about having older sibling that dynamic didn't exist before it right. was the only child yes. before yes and so yes. that's an interesting concept too because yes. I wonder if that plays into the way our older kids are turning out too yes. because they were essentially only, only children. children. Yes. And Which now is, I have these two and they are bitches to each other. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So are my two. And you know what? The only thing I keep thinking is like, they have moments where they are so sweet. I love when they play oh, together gosh. and I love those moments. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, that is, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for those moments. And then they're scratching each other's faces right. and like pushing each other down on the floor. And I'm like, that's what you guys get. Figure it out. You know, I'm just like, oh my gosh. But, but I will say, I really truly feel that single only child is so much worse. It's yeah. such a bigger issue than the two that are a lot. They're a handful, they're whatever. But, Looking at it now, I mean, I only had Tristan and Grant, granted, I'm grateful I only had one with my ex-husband, Right. but I didn't think I wanted anymore. And then, and then after I had her and I, I mean, he just was not a good dad. Like he wasn't involved really. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not having another one with him. And I kind of, I think early on knew like, he's probably not going to be my Forever. Forever. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Well, that's a sign right there. It right? is. So I didn't want to have any more. And I remember my girlfriends would say to me, like, he takes care of her. Like, financially, yes, he always did. He always worked. He always had a job. He wasn't like that. But he was not anything like what I have now, you know. And I'm like, no, no. And they're like, you should just do one more and have them together. Well, I probably should have, but I should have done it with the right person. Right. You know what I mean? And that wasn't the right person. So I raised her as this basically only child. Mm -hmm. And I overcompensated because she was the only child. I wore myself out because she was the only child trying to put her in this and that and da-da-da-da and keeping her busy and wanting her to always have friends and, you know, not letting her miss out on things. And... I look at her now and I feel like even when like through her really, especially through her really hard times, I'm like, I feel like she's always going to be a little bit lonelier than the two that have each other. That is true. You know, and see you and I can't speak to this because you come from a very big family. I only have two (laughs) other siblings, but 
But you have them closer in age, too. Yeah, that's true, too. You kind of did. You were a little bit of a solo flyer. I was, yes. But I was also, like, a mama bear. Yeah. Then you had to switch roles. Yeah. And so, like, if I were to put your family and my family side by side, um, our two teenagers, I feel like we're in the same. They're the same. Like, they didn't have. They never, like. Yes, they have these younger siblings, but I don't know if you can speak for T very well. She's probably more than Kenzie is, but Kenzie is not a mama bear role at all. No, neither is is Tristan. She wants nothing to do with that. And everybody's like, oh, it's so helpful. You must have so much help. I'm like, no, it's it's weird to say, and I'm not trying to talk shit. It's just she's not helpful. I Mm -hmm. mean, she now... She will do it. I think it took a lot. I think she kind of saw me have maybe a little bit of nervous breakdowns when I was like, well, after I had Danny and I went through like the transition of like trying to balance work, the kids, the husband, her, everything. I think we, we talked, Tony talked a lot to her about like, we have to help your mom. She's like, she can't do it all. And it wasn't like I had like, like serious like no it wasn't anything like that it was just like it was like those times where it was like I'm gonna I I need a moment I need a moment leave me alone don't talk to me give me I need a moment I you need to figure it out I need just give me space and I think she was like what and so I think as as it got as she got a little bit older I think it started to kind of like she would she helps when she knows that like I'm down even like when I'm sick if I'm sick, she'll step it up. Oh, see. And she's so good. That's great. But it's not, it does not come naturally mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Her friends are better to her siblings than she is. That's the same thing at my house right now. But I think it's because they have other siblings that are That's true, too. Age. Yeah. Because we've, we've got to hang out with some single non-sibling folk and yes. see what it's like. Yeah. Because... Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. And I feel like, yeah, no, n- not mothering, not really having an interest in kids. I mean, it takes a lot for me to get her to be like, hey, your sister's trying to have like a conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, she's she's better with Danny. It's weird. She, they have a closer relationship, I think, her and Danny than her and Gigi. But Gigi is also like, you know, she's four thinking she's going on 24 right. and she's, she's an like, um, she is very like, um, no, we're kind of the same, <laughs> yeah, she, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Like she's equal. She's Tristan. like, I go to big school. You go to big school. Danny goes to daycare. Danny is such a baby. Yeah. She goes to daycare, but I go to big school. That's cute. Um, but, and, and Danny just isn't like, she just really takes to Tristan. Oh, that's sweet. But she just doesn't have that. I'll never forget. <laughs> Sorry. Whoopsies. I'll never forget. We were at a family reunion. Tristan had to be about, she had to be about seven. And my cousin has had like, I have a cousin that, that has like, Five kids. Oh, geez. Okay. And they were like, boop, 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 okay. popping them out. Right. And they had a little girl that was a year younger than Tristan, maybe like a year and a half younger than her. And then they had like a baby and, um, 
the baby, she was always carrying, the little girl would always carry the baby on her head, walk around, always had the baby with her. Little. They were wow. little, like six years old. Yeah. Little with the baby all the time. And that's unfathomable to me because like Kenzie's 14 and would not even touch. I know. know I know. I I know. And she was like a little mama. Wow. And, and I used to kind of be like, does she take care of him at the house? Like who's taking care of who, you know, my cousin's a little different. So I don't know. She's like carrying water on her head from the river. What's going on? So, um, anyway, we're, I've always known Tristan's not mothery. Like, she's not mothery. She's not mothery. And they hand Tristan the baby. Oh, she's Louise. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Don't give her the baby. And I start to walk over because I'm like, she's going to like, I could see she's like kind of looking around. Uncomfortable, yeah. And she drops the baby. No way. Yes. Oh, I thought you were. This, this was going to be a happy ending. No. Like, <laughs> no. The baby is like, is like going to be one. So not like a newborn, but still, right? Obviously a little baby. And she drops the baby. And luckily, not very far because she's only like seven years old. But she drops the baby. And I'm like running. Like we're all running over there. And she's like, it got heavy. And I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, so you dropped the effing baby? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? And after that, I was just like. She is not mothering. Nobody hand her a baby. Yeah. Nobody ask her to babysit. She doesn't want to babysit for you. She doesn't want to watch your kids. She doesn't like kids. She's not that kind of person. Yeah. She, she didn't play with dolls when she was little. It's just not in her blood. I don't know why, but it's not. And I so, always prayed it would kind of start to happen, but I don't. It hasn't happened. It's a non-maternal. None. Totally. See, and there are little girls that like the cousin. Yes. Who it does come naturally for. Every single child that my cousin has had, she has taken care of all of them. Like she's, and and she's, I mean, she just goes up to babies and like plays with them and like holds them and wants to do their hair, whatever. Not mine. So what's the deal? Is there, is there a mirror version of this for the male Gender, like, okay, some guys like sports and they just like instinctively know every baseball player's name. And then some guys don't, but they know how to play video games. Yes. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I will say this. I do feel like, I don't know if it's the single, if it's the only child, if it's just something that they just don't have in there because whatever, I don't know. I mean, I'm mothery, so it's not like I can say, well, I wasn't very nurturing, so maybe that's why she's not nurturing. I'm pretty mothery. I don't know what 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 is missing there that she doesn't feel that. But at the same time, like you're saying, okay, so if there's if they're a boy and they're not really into sports, nobody really thinks anything, probably, right? They might yeah. just be like, but if you're oh, a female, whatever. it's assumed. That you're going to be mothery. And then if you're not, then something's kind of off. Yeah. So is that bad on us? I know. I or don't know. Is it bad on our girls? Because well, I we mess something up and they just the naturally thing. I know. The only thing I'll say is what gets me about that is I don't care if she ever wants to have kids or not. If she never wants to have kids, I mean, that's it's going to be her choice. I mean, I don't think that you can make that decision now or even in the next 
couple years. Right. But that's, that's fine. But if that's your decision, but I feel like there's a part of mothering that's also compassionate Mm -hmm. and I don't want her to not have compassion. I like that. And I don't want her to have, to not have empathy for others and not have that emotional connection that, that you just hit me. a nail on the head because sometimes when I'm talking to my teenager, it's hard for me to say politically correctly what I'm trying to convey. Um, like, yeah. Okay. You don't want to have kids. You don't ever see yourself having kids. That's fine. But you just hit the nail on the head. That's, that's not really my issue. I don't really care if you have kids or not, right. but do I want you to be a loving human being? And when somebody falls right in front of you, instead of laughing, you help them up like right. just general and especially for your little siblings. Right. I understand you're not matronly. You don't like kids, but it's cruel of you to watch your little sibling fall and not help them up or right. You know, or like, like you didn't see what was going on and you could have just, just been the older person yes. in the situation. Like, yeah. Like there's also a level of maturity that I yes. think I'm lacking a little bit. Oh, with that absolutely. One. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know. See, and when it comes to the maturity thing, I think like, did I fuck up? Right. Because, because I, I almost created Peter Pan too for my child because I grew up so fast. I did not want her to grow up fast at all. So I just wanted her to be a kid and be carefree and just be kid-like, which, but then did I do that too much to where I didn't, So a part of me, and this is really funny that we were going into this is because when I think about your podcast, even, even me being on it and even just listening to you and Ashley, to hear about the metamorphosis, like you guys kind of started talking about your own personal lives and now it's kind of talking about your kids, you know, and where you guys are as mothers and stuff and talking with you guys about our own experiences as moms. I have to wonder, this is my theory. We are badass adults because we had hardships in our life. Yeah. And now that we're parents, we don't want our kids to have those hardships and we are cushioning them and we're signing them up for sports and giving them whatever computer they want. Okay. Maybe we're not that extreme. We're not, they're not by any means spoiled. Our kids are not spoiled. No, but do they have a lot more than we did? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder if that's going to be a disadvantage for them. Yeah. You know, what cripples them in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm like, damn, we're making it a little too easy for our kids, you know? So maybe I do yell. Maybe I'm not the calm talking mom. Maybe my kids will have some childhood trauma from all the yelling (laughs) I'm doing. Maybe it's going to be a good thing for them. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. The whole thing's weird. It is weird. And I feel like, oh, I've thought about that many times. Yeah. Like, are we, did I make her much? too soft? Yeah. Did I make her too soft? Why is she, you know, or are we questioning our, questioning our parenting techniques too much? And maybe these teenagers are just well, going to be who they are. Well, and here's the thing. Well, I think there's so many things that go along with that. One, the world that we live in right now is it's such a shit place right now. Yeah. And the 
amount of stuff that's being fed to them that I see them picking up is super scary. I want to take a break okay, and come back and talk about that. And I have to tell you a story that just happened yesterday with my teenager and reasons why I still am worried about our kids in the real world. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey guys, we're back. Okay, we're back. And I have to tell you a story yesterday that happened. So um, Tristan was with her dad this weekend and she has been, I have to give it to her. She's been, she's been working since June. She works on her the weekends. She is doing much better in school than she was. And granted, she was always a great student. Right. But then COVID happened and then everything sucked. And then it's taken her a while to get her mojo back, you know? Okay. But um, I see I, I see that she calls me and I was, or actually no, I, it was an, I had a missed call from her dad. I was getting out of church and I was like, I just, I just came out of church. I don't think I can handle that right now. So I didn't answer. So I waited a while. We've gone to the store and stuff. And on, on our way home, I called him back. And he's like, I didn't call you. And I was like, why have a missed call from me? And he's like, oh, maybe it was your kid. She must have forgot. I think she forgot her phone or something. She's complaining about her phone. And I told her, too bad, whatever, you're at work. So it doesn't really matter anyway. So I was like, okay, whatever. Well, then I get, he I, he calls again. So I answer and it's Tristan. She's like, um, can you do a find my iPhone? Uh-oh. And I'm like, okay, you can't find your phone. And she's like, um, no. And I, I don't know what, what I did with it. Blah, 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 blah. I could tell she's kind of freaking out. Uh-huh. So I go, but the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, well, if you wore the iPhone watch that I bought you. Mm. you could ping it yourself ping it yourself Mm -hmm. and not call me about this but whatever so i'm like it's it says it's like maybe it's in your in the car because it says it's in the parking lot at your restaurant yeah and um and she's like it's she's like well can you give me the exact location i was like no that's not the way it works it gives you an area Mm -hmm. and i'm telling you i think it's in the car so they go like I guess they go and they look in the car. It's not there. And she's like, it's not there. I'm like, okay. Like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Right. I'm not there. What do you want me to do for you? Mm -hmm. She's like, well, can you, can, so she's like, can you ping it? So I tried pinging it. And I'm like, now it kind of looks like it's closer to the restaurant, not the car. Weird. So I was like, I don't know. And then Tony's like, maybe someone's messing with her. I'm like, I don't know. Well, we do this, and then I get a text message. Her break is up. She needs to go back to work, so she won't be looking for her phone. I'm like, okay, whatever. From this her dad. Not, yeah, this is her dad. And uh-huh. I'm like, this is not really my problem. Whatever. It goes on and on and on. We're pinging the phone. 
She's trying to like log in and get her Apple ID. I was like, I'm not giving you all that stuff. You don't need all that. I'm telling you. Well, well, her dad sends me a text message. She goes, it's a picture of her phone and it's in these like boxes over by the trash can. <gasps> and he's like, uh, yeah, this is your kid. Well, I wanted to say, well, she's your kid. Ew. And you're yeah. there with her. You know, I don't know what you guys are doing. And she, and he goes, um, he goes, are you sure you want to send her off to college next year? I really don't know if she can, if she can survive. And he's been saying, he's like, I'm nervous that she's not going to be able to survive if she goes off to college. I'm like, I'm nervous that if she doesn't go off to college, I'm going to kill her. Right. I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to (laughs) survive. I need her to go and figure things out. Yeah. At least if she's living in a dorm or whatever, I mean, she'll she can, I mean, she'll have, it's not like she's completely on an island on her own. Right. You know? Right. And she's been working. I mean, I'm pretty proud of her for that. Does I she do too, well at work? Yes, she does. I mean, she comes home and she's like, I'm just exhausted. I'm like, oh, you're the only one who's ever worked before. Oh my God, you worked six hours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like, find me a room. Yeah. You know, but. I um, think we've all been there though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's just natural teenage Yes. Yes. Angst. Oh yeah. But, but I'm the phone like, thing, but I'm just like, you're right. Like, I don't know if she's going to survive this world and figure, be able to figure things out. Right. But at the same time, like, that's why I'm just like, go, yeah, go figure it out. Get out. She go, might you're gonna need a little to. dose of yes. some reality. I really do think so. Kenzie had the audacity to ask me today on her way out. Hey, uh, can I borrow dad's, uh, AirPods? And I'm like, well, she has a knockoff pair, right? Because okay. I did this smart. I bought her a cheap, I'm sorry, Santa bought her a cheap pair. Yes. I have a cheap pair still. Yeah. They, they're they're fine. fine. Yeah. But anyways, she has a cheap pair. They're the knockoff pair. I understand they don't look as cool probably or whatever. Not that I can tell the difference, yeah. but I guess the kids can. I'm such a grandma. And so she's like, can I borrow dad's AirPods? And I was like, mm, that's kind of a weird question. But yeah, but where are yours? And she's like, I don't know. I lost them. And I'm like, okay, then you are not taking your dad's. Yeah. Yeah. Almost $200 AirPods. You know what I mean? If you can't keep track of the $50 pair. Yeah. What makes you think I'm going to send you out into the world with a $200 pair? Prove to me that you can take take care care of what you do have. Yes. And then you'll earn Mm -hmm. a nicer set. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't either. And part of it is just teenage growing pains. Right. It's probably natural. Uh, I, part of it is. And then part of it is, I feel like more than even just us giving them like a little bit of cush of a life, mm-hmm. I think they're just completely coddled in today's world now. Do you know Kenzie doesn't have homework? She's a freshman in high school. She has not had homework we're already in the second semester. I don't not think, one I don't day. Think, I don't homework. think Tristan's had homework until her sophomore year. And I what think that, that I think that really actually hurt her. But I don't think she even had homework in sixth grade and seventh grade and eighth grade. When did this happen? Listen, if you were to ask me when I was their age, I would say this is great. But really, it's what not. it does is because then they have to learn how to study later. Right. 
And they've got all this free time. Yes. And maybe that's on me too. But I mean, the truth is Chris and I both work. Yeah. We're at work until four or five. Right. And so that means between the time Kenzie gets out of school and the time we're done, she's got nobody giving her any attention. You right. know what I mean? Give them some homework. Right. Make them struggle a little, make them work a little bit. Yeah. I, it just, I don't know how you're a freshman and she doesn't study. She doesn't understand what studying is. What's her elective at school right now? Art. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do? And I'm going to be in the same boat you are in two years. There's no way. She, Kenzie can't wait to get free and go be independent and be an adult and go to college. But there's no way. I'm sorry. I'm going to tie her to her bed because she's not ready. <laughs> well, I feel like I, I am like, I think that in order for some of the growing pains to go away, she's going to have to just fall. Mm-hmm. There's going to have to be times where she's just going to have to fall. Um, I feel like right now everything has to be so PC. And everything has to be like, I have to say it a certain way and I have to say it, blah, 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 blah. Or I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a racist, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I have homophobe. a, I'm a homophobe, I'm a whatever. And it's like, you would never survive. Like what in the serious fuck? <laughs> what in the serious fuck? I mean, are you kidding me? And, and this is where... Now, I'm assuming that most of our listeners are probably not their age, so maybe they'll get it. But I feel like I'm like, stop being a pussy. Yeah. Grow a fucking pair and get over it. It doesn't, you're, and this is, and I, and I seriously would always say this. I'm like, you know, everyone wants to teach their kids that their kids are special. Every kid is so special. Oh, you did a great job. Great effort. And I'm always like, Tristan, you're nothing special. You're just like everybody else. It's the same. You know what? If you want to make it, you're not going to get a pass because you've got dark hair or I don't know, or you're a nice person. Yes. Great. Be a nice person. Be kind. Be funny. Be whatever. But if you want something in life, you're going to have to work your ass off for it just like everybody else. I mean, I, 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 we don't, we're not, we're not rich. So I'm not sure why you think you're going to, you know, what, where, where this is going to happen, what's going to happen for you. Right. But then I almost feel like right now, like I feel like they, well, I should say they, I feel like she feels like they, they have it hard. Kids her mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck do you have hard? Right. Like, what is hard? There's nothing hard. Okay. Devil's advocate. Our parents used to walk uphill in snow to their class. <laughs> so, and we thought we had it hard. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is just a generational thing. But Maybe they are hard extra, for each generation. They are no. so extra. You sensitive. know where I stand on this, and this is a weird thing for me. It's really weird for me right now because. And look, I'm going to say this. I don't care if you are. Um, I don't care what your political 
yeah. beliefs are. No, I don't no. care what your religious re- beliefs are. I don't care about any of that. I care about people being um, good citizens of this world. Yes. Be a good person. Give back. Work hard. Work hard. Fight for what you believe. Whatever that is, I'm okay with that. But you need to stand your ground, and and that's okay. But you also need to educate yourself about it, too. And I feel like the kids get all of their information from TikTok, and then it becomes real, right? Like, you don't know how many times I've heard, no, that's a thing. And I'm like, no, that is not a fucking thing. And that's like a made-up thing. But that's not like real. That's not true. That's not history. That's not science. Mm. And don't go there with me because I don't know what, but everything is so, I'm just, I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, it scares me. Everything is fucked up. Yeah. No. And I feel like (laughs) we could go on about this because you, well, I know that my teenager is going through some weird transitional stuff. And, and I'm going to say this, I think there's also something everyone takes a look. You just look, and for the parents who have teenage daughters who are not like this, good for you. But I'm telling you, take a look at most teenage girls in this age bracket. Take a look at, I would say, 13 to 18, right? Somewhere in there. Their sexuality is very, is, is really, it's, it's taken kind of a life of its own. I feel like our, those girls, our girls are almost forced to pick a, to almost choose, almost forced to say that they are not straight, whatever that may be, whatever that leads them through thinking. But it's like, if you say you're straight, then you're saying you're homophobic. Yes. I am pretty sure my own teenager thinks I'm homophobic. I she loves to call that card on everyone. I hate that. And I hate that. Me too. And I don't understand why our That's kids not are fair. It's not. I have, there's no sense of the word. And just because maybe I'm, maybe I'm a Catholic. Maybe I like my, maybe I like God. Does that make me homophobic? No. I mean, How dare you to label me when I can't label you? I'm not homophobic. Well, and you know what gets me? This is what makes me mad. And one time, and I've had, I've had this talk with her many times, but I, I remember one specific argument with her I had. I said, Tristan, I am proud to be a woman. I'm proud to be a woman. And what happened to feminism? Yeah. Where it was like, I am woman. Hear me roar. I am powerful. I'm. You know, I'm all for equality. I'm all for whatever. I don't, I don't care. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to go into the whole, you know, uh, what is it? The what? Me too. I'm not trying to go into that. I'm just trying to say like, I am, I love being a woman. And you know what? If you don't feel that you are a woman or whatever, but I, I don't know what that's like, so I can't say, but. But you can't shame me for feeling proud to be a woman mm-hmm. and proud to to be a woman and and happy to be in a heterosexual relationship. Like that's there's 
So what? Right. Why is that looked down? It's and ever. don't shame me for that. Don't Just like I'm not going to shame you for whatever you decide you're going to prefer. Right. I won't. But I, I might think it's weird. Weird. And they tell and they tell my kid that it's weird for me. It's weird. I'm trying to be accepting. I want to be understanding. I'm always going to be supportive. Yes. Whatever you want to do, I'm down. Well, want to change your name? You want to change your gender? Let's do it. Whatever. See, you're way more than okay, I am. I'm trying to be okay. cool. And I'm going to say this. So, so, so for our listeners, um, Molly's daughter has been asking to not be called her name, to be right. called a different name. I haven't had to go there, you know, and I don't think I ever will at this point anyway, but maybe that's also because I've been like, you're eight, when you're 18 and you live under your own roof and you pay your own bills. And you want to change your name to Cottage Cheese. I don't care what. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. But for now, it's not. Um, but we never really had that argument. But it's more of like the don't call me by my gender. I'm just a person. And I'm like, okay, you are just a person. But you're not going to tell me that I didn't, I didn't have three daughters. I'm not, I'm not going to not tell people I have three daughters. You're not, you're not trans. Like she's not trying to transition. I've asked her, I'm like, do you feel like you are, do you feel like you should have been a boy or you feel like you're trapped in a girl's body, but you're a boy, you know, I'm trying to understand it. And, and I was totally, we, and we've had this, we've had these conversations. She's like, no, that's not it. It's not that I feel like I should be a boy. Okay. I'm not a trans or I don't feel like I'm going to be trans or I don't know, whatever. But she's like, but I don't like being called a girl. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to call yourself, call yourself a girl, but if it comes out that I say like, oh, she, or what, that's a big thing, right? You're not supposed to say she or her unless someone is okay with them calling with I was at Macy's and I see this girl's name tag and then the girl working had her name was Sarah and she had a she her under her name tag and I'm like why 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 are we to that point where I have to know now maybe if you don't want to be called a she or a her or a miss or whatever Maybe then you put something on your name tag that says something different. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but it's just like my mind is blown with the amount of stuff that's out there. And I am all for, I've had over the years, many, many, and I will continue to have many friends who have gone through their own sexual experiences. Some are gay, some are not, some have been, I don't think I ever really had, I did have a guy who kind of dressed feminine. Yeah. But I, I mean, I wouldn't say he was trans cause he never went that far. You know, it was just, he just dressed very feminine. Um, and he was gay and that's kind of where we kind of left things, I guess, maybe back in our day, it was like you were gay or you were lesbian or you were bisexual. And now there's like, a million things that you could be. I don't yeah. know. There are so many things. Pansexual, non-binary, non-whatever. And and look, I'm not saying this to get on a topic to make people upset because right. I'm not. I'm not 
I'm not upset or if you feel that you are supposed to be whatever. I told her, I was like, look, whether you like men or you like women, I don't really care as long as you find someone who treats you well and who you love and who, you know, who loves you and who's good to you. That That's besides the point. It's the fact that like, number one, you can't make that decision at 13, 14, even 15. And, let, and I've asked her, I said, have you ever had a sexual experience with either a boy or a girl? Have you ever kissed? Like, have you ever, I mean, I go into like, because I'm like, Good you, you. don't know until you've been there. Okay. And what'd she say? She's like, no. And I'm like, okay. oh, that's the same with mine. But I have a story okay. about that. So I don't tell me, I'm like, she's talking about something and, oh, because she always says, um, she makes comments sometimes like, oh, you're, you're, you're something. She calls Ashley kind of like my, like my lover or something. Not lover, but you know, something like that. Wait a minute. If you're going to say the same word that, just let me say this word right now and tell me if this is the word you're thinking of. Beloved. No. Oh, damn it. No. Damn it. Oh, does she use that? My but crow I can see uses that. that. Crow. My crow uses that. I my cannot says, call my kid a crow. I just don't crow, know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Crow says beloved a lot. And I'm like, that's cute. But I'm wondering where that comes from too. But she said, she'll make comments and I'm like, and so I, what, so I think I texted you guys. I said, um, look, I love Ashley. Ashley's like a, She's just, she's like, we're connected, yeah. whatever I said. But, you know, I'm not sexually attracted to Ashley. She's my, she's my person. Like, she's my friend. But I mean, you would if, like, she asked you to. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. I mean, I think she's a hot mama. Right, okay. right. Let's not lie. But. She's a milf, but. She is. Yeah, but yes. would you leave Tony for her? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe if we, yeah, if we didn't have to do anything sexual, <laughs> I could do that. Um, and she's like, she's like, you can be in relationships and not, it not be sexual. And I go, um, no, that's called friendship. I said, when you are in a relationship and she's like, no, why do you have to make it about sex? I go, because that's what being in love with someone on that level is. There's different levels of love. I love Tony, not the same way I love Ashley. I might love Ashley more. No, but I, <laughs> no, but it's different. You know, no, I love Tony and I want to like, you know, that's my husband. Right. But that's, but it's, it's a different love, but I still love my Ashley. And, and I'm using this as an example with her because I think it's like the closest thing to what she's talking about. Right. And she goes, but you can be in a relationship and not have, not be sexual. And I'm like, no, then, then you're not a lesbian. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, that's that's true. You're not because you're not, you're not. It, it's not that I'm not saying that in order to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you have to have sex with them. What I'm saying is that there is a physical intimacy, intimate yeah. connection. You probably want to, you know, you, you might kiss heavily, you might, whatever, 
that is part of being in that type of relationship. The type of relationship you're talking about is a friendship, is that girlfriend, that rock, that whatever. Those are different. And I think they kind of get a little, I think that's where a lot of this stuff is kind of a little disconnected for them. When she said that, I was like, so you think that you can like have relationships with people because boys are girls and not ever take it to it. I'm sorry, but no one's going to ever marry you if you're not right. going to have sex with them. I mean, <laughs> that's part you know, of it. That's part of it. You know, um, do you know who Ariana Grande is? Yes. Okay. So on my drive over here. <laughs> Okay, and she's you... kind of messing up our kids too, huh? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you know who Adele is? Adele has a new song out, and it's Adele. this really sad song. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, "Take it easy on me." That's like the theme of the song. Take it easy on me, and it's a really sad song. She's got a beautiful voice. You want to cry when you listen to it. Then you find out it's not a song. It sounds like she's singing to someone. She's singing to a younger version of herself, and that was playing on my way over here. And it makes you really sad because you're like, she's telling her older self, take it easy on you when you were younger. Like you were dumb. You didn't know what you were doing. Take it easy on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's totally what Crow's going through right now. And I need to take it easy on her. She's lost. She doesn't quite understand. I just need to take it easy. This is just a phase. She's still figuring herself out. And I'm like, then the very next song that came on was Ariana Grande <laughs> switching the positions for you. <laughs> it's her like 69ing positions oh, song. And I'm like, this, like, the, well, okay, two things here. Number one, I'm grateful that these are my trials with my teenager. Mm-hmm. Because if I were dealing with the teenager that my mom had to deal with in me, I would be losing my mind right now like because you were really bad i was a bad bad (laughs) i was an ariana grande okay (laughs) i was like ariana better watch out because i kicked her off the stage (laughs) but i can see that and so i'm very grateful that you know if these are the issues i'm having yes i'll take it over what i might have put my parents through um but the other thing is like you're saying like I knew that at a young age that like there what there is you you have to be intimate with people and yes fact, and in fact and this is I think where I'm trying to go here is maybe I thought that too much maybe it's a good thing that our girls are like this because well that's fine you could keep them close and stuff but I'm like do you understand that I think sometimes you're confusing sexuality with with emotional connection to people. So my you know? my vice as a little girl is that I seeked people's um, attention, affection, whatever, through my Ariana Grande-ness. Oh, yeah. And maybe our girls are just, oh, maybe they are level up. They might be a little off. But well, they're not bad kids. No, they're not. They're really not. They're not. They're good kids. But they're kind of up to the head. <laughs> There's something weird. Okay, I mean, you know, there is something weird. Yes, but it's also the world that they live in. And there's something out there. There's not, I'm, I mean, it makes me scared. And you're not the only one. I'm not the only one. I have like four other girl, four other people with girls our age that They're are wrong. doing the same thing. And you can't tell me that that's 
weird. It is I, exactly. That's why I'm like, are they targeting our kids? There's and our girls, our girls, our girls especially, which I feel the same way you do because in college I took women's studies classes. I like. Yes. I love. I love being. Yes. A woman. I was. I was like taught a woman. I was taught to be like she man powerful. Yes. And to hear gonna knock me down. These are I'm a woman. Right. And Kenzie's words exactly tonight. It's so funny you're talking tonight at dinner. Kenzie said, "I just hate being a girl." And I just thought, I go. You know what? That makes me really sad to hear those words come out of yeah, your mouth. Yeah, because you know how how and, freaking hard we fight. And it's <laughs> to, a fa- to, yes, to it's like we're reversing. It's yeah, like every it's like our society right now is working and re- all the stuff that I we know. fought and for. And as far as all the sexuality goes, I keep trying to like I go back and I'm like, okay, in the seventies with hippies, everyone was sexual, everyone was doing drugs, yeah. and everyone's like. You know, there isn't maybe, I mean, there are drugs still out in the world, but our kids are not doing drugs and stuff. It's just like they're, they're just kind of messed up in the head about sexuality sometimes and things. And I'm like, well, is it, is it like the seventies, but without no, the drugs? It's like the but it's, yeah. it's not. That's interesting about Tristan. I know, I know what you're talking. There's like people who like date their cars now. What? Yes. Okay. And- our friend sent us this story about. <laughs> they're, the kitty they're putting kitty litter in the schools in a, in a school because a kid there are kids that identify as cats yours wants to be called crow but doesn't identify as a cat and wants to go on a litter box this is weird shit no we're this in a weird, weird shit. time there's what weird the stuff and I don't I don't know what's right because I don't want to be closed minded and I don't want like years from now for crow to still be the same person i know okay we have to take a very quick break this is going to be a long episode oh it is yes. are we longing it yes okay we're gonna, we're gonna long it okay, okay we can long it okay we'll be right back <laughs> okay we had to take a really quick break but we're back extended episode it's too good we got to keep going on this we do because i mean even though there's so much to say to it and it's you're so right though it's like I'm not trying to be closed-minded. I'm really trying to understand. But the more I talk about it with her, the more I feel like they are just confused. That's exactly how I feel. I don't feel like I think when they they're talking, they think they have it all. They know what they're talking about, and like I'm just being homophobic or being like old school and like, Ugh, you know, you don't understand. And it's like. Oh, I'm, I'm so relieved to hear it. You are saying everything that I feel at my house every day in my life. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it's not that. But I'm, I am going to, if you feel this strongly about it, great. But I'm going to ask questions because I'm trying to understand what you think you're dealing with. And you asked me over the break if Tristan was like masculine or whatever, like, like younger no i mean granted she wasn't motherly but no she never was she i i i mean i always had her in sports and then she did dance she did dance i she was super she was in a cheer she was even doing cheer yeah you're right like she she, she was girl Scouts. She did Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts which now would be like <laughs> crow did Girl Scouts too. yeah See, this just got brought to light. I brought this up to a coworker and I was saying, you know, 
my stepdaughter, um, you know, next time you see her, she's going to be my stepson. So, you know, if you actually, I saw this coworker out in public and it was a sudden change for them to see Kenzie, the little girl who they've seen me raise or, you know, not, I didn't raise her, but you know, well, she's they did. Yes. She's yeah. Pretty much. She's yes, been my absolutely. stepdaughter. And then now to see her, she's, you know, cut her hair really short and she's dressing differently. And so I was forced to explain, you know, yeah, she's used to be my stepdaughter. Now she wants to be my stepson. But did she say, I want to be a boy or I want to be called like a he, him? Did she say that? So um, I know she doesn't want to be called a girl. Right. But did she say she wants to be a, called a she boy? She was first toying with the they, them thing. Okay. And then um, just recently she's gotten more comfortable in talking to us about it. And she's just like, you know, I really do actually prefer him. And it was really weird for me because like we were going out to restaurants and people were saying, and what would he like? Or, and for you, sir, to my stepdaughter. And I would be, mm. and just instinctively, oh, gosh, yeah. mama bear wants to be like, excuse me, she's yeah. a girl. But I realized she doesn't want me to do that. Yeah. And so like after the server would leave, I would say, Hey, like, am I supposed to correct them? And she's like, no, actually I kind of liked that. And she, like, enjoys being called a boy. She, like, enjoys it. So my point is, is um, in mentioning this to a coworker, somebody who has had experience themselves with this issue, his question was, did you notice this? Because I've been a part of Kenzie's life since she was three years old. Did you notice this when she was younger? And I had never thought about that before. But if you asked me, if no, I never saw this, this right. Right. masculinity or male. Now she would tell you, yeah, I've always been a tomboy. Okay, sure. But you could be a tomboy and still be a girl. Like, Absolutely. That doesn't mean that you have to change your identity or change who you are or change who you were born to be. No, you I always say I have more testosterone than Tony. <laughs> okay. Like That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm still a woman, but I am very like, which is so cool. How great is that to be both? I feel like it's just the best strength. It's a power, you know. It doesn't mean you have to deny who you are. And so, um, that kind of put it in perspective for me. And then I think about Tristan too. Tristan, sure, she wasn't a girly girl, just like Kenzie wasn't. You said earlier Tristan didn't play with dolls, neither did Kenzie, but Kenzie still has, you know. Stuffed animals. And yes. Stuff. So does Tristan. I mean, she's kind of given most of them to the kids just recently, but she's still. But like, I know boys. I don't know who have stuffed animals. Boys right. don't do that. Boys like sports, and and you know, I don't know. And Kenzie, like Kenzie's not interested in football or baseball the way James, my son, instinctively, intuitively is. Yes. You know, into like these masculine. I don't know. It's really, it's really have weird. You, cause so, so Tristan goes to therapy. Have you, have you explored therapy? Yes. It's been on my to-do list and I know you're going to kill me because you've been telling me for a long time to do it. I've been it. telling you for years, yes. but I know there was an issue with parenting and, yeah. and custody and all the legality of all that. Well. And so we're right. I think in the final stretch of that to where we finally get to be the shock callers and there's Good. not going to, we're Good. not going to need a second opinion. And Hey, it may, may, it may justify all of her feelings and it may come to light that that's really the, 
the person that she's supposed to be or it's not. But I feel like I can't help her in that area. I'm not the person. And not that that's all she goes to therapy for. I'm just saying right. like those things, those feelings, whatever they may be. I, like I said, I don't think for her, it's the fact that she wants to be a boy. boy. I just think she wants to be like, don't call me anything. I'm just a person. I'm like, great. I'm just a person too. But, but then, but okay. Then she goes to like prom and formal. And you see her when she goes to like prom and formal. She picks out her dress and everything. She's like as beautiful. Right. Like, like she's in this gorgeous, these dresses that are tight fitting, that are like very, very pretty. She does not like, she did, she did tell me this last time. I don't like wearing as much makeup. She's not a makeup girl. And okay. look, I'm not a makeup girl either. No. So I don't really care. But she gets, she likes to have her hair done. She likes to like get all dolled up. So I'm like, I feel like there's feminine things still about her. I just don't know. I feel like she's just confused. And I feel like, I feel really like the kids nowadays can't be one way only because it almost makes them sound like they are homophobic. Yeah. And it almost makes them feel like, well, if you're this way, it's because you love everyone and everyone's just an equal. And then it's like, well, of course my kid's going to be like, well, I do love everyone. And I am like, everyone is equal. That's always been my kid. My kid has always been the one that's been like friends with like, oh, I'm friends with her. And I'm like, are you really friends with her? I don't even know. <laughs> she knows that you're her friend, but okay. But she's like, yeah, she's my friend, you know? She's always been that way. And I'm like, is it because they have these pure hearts that they get? I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. It's very hard to watch. I, there are days where we have great days and great conversations about it. And there are days where we just have to like shut it down and I can't really talk about it because I'm, I'm not seeing her point and she's not going to see mine. And I don't want to go there because I don't want it to be about that. Cause that's not why I love you. That's not why I, I don't, you know, it's not like I don't agree with, with anything about that lifestyle. It's just, right. I just think that there's an issue and I have a hard time. Look, I don't think that you should be sexual at 13 years old. I don't think that you have no idea what you want to be when you grow up. You can't make a decision to go to college. Why do you think that you get to make that decision about your sexuality at 13, 14, 15? You don't, you can't. Amen. I really want my teenager to understand that. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that I think is just part of being a teenager. They think they have it all figured out. I'm pretty sure our parents probably said the same thing about us. Right. But I do want to tell you this. The fact that you are having these weird, awkward, uncomfortable conversations with your daughter I hope that one day she knows it's because you're just trying, you just really love her and you just want to understand I hope so too. and you want to care. Like I'm not trying to be nosy or judgy when no. I talk to my teenager about it. I just really want to understand. Yes. And I want to help you. And my thing, um, a really big breakthrough we had with Ken Crow, um, Ken C. Crow <laughs> <laughs> is, um, 
when we when she came to her dad and I and said, you know, I I feel more comfortable. I don't like my Kenzie. I don't like my name. I don't like being called a girl. Can you guys try to start working on this? And at first we were like, okay, sure. It was really uncomfortable. And like we considered James and Kaylee in this decision, you know, well, as more and more time has gone on, we're just like, okay, fine, let's do it. You want to do it? Let's do it. Right. We're all in. We're a family. You want to be he, him, crow. We'll do it. It's been a weird transition for the kids, but maybe it'll be good for them in the long run. They'll be more open-minded. I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, my point with Kenzie was, um, what if in five years you decide this was all a terrible mistake? Mm-hmm. And, she, and you know what her response was? Well, I made this decision and that's going to be my consequence. And I'll have to live with it the rest of my life. And I'm like, no. Now, really, that goes against all my parenting, like all my parenting intuition. Yes. Because I want to tell my teenager, hey, whatever you do right now is going to affect the rest of your life. That yes. D that you have in math is going to go on your transcript for college. Absolutely. Yes. So I'm, I'm very much, in fact, when we were earlier talking about our little kids, with Kaylee, she's throwing fits right now. I'm trying to teach her natural consequences. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're going to scream about putting your seatbelt on, you can't go with us to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. same thing for crow. You get a D in math, you get your phone taken away this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever consequences. Yeah. When it comes to this weird shit, <laughs> whatever this is that we're doing, yeah. maybe in five years, she'll feel the same and maybe she won't. But I do not want her to feel like she must. Uh, she has to always be crow the guy, yeah, because because that's what she stood for at fourteen, and she's so adamant about it. And I think that's the part that bothers me. Well, it is hard. I think it's hard as parents because we go, look, we don't want to not be supportive of our kids, right? And we don't want our kids to think that we are that we don't love them and we don't want them to think that we love them, but only if they're this way and not if they're this way. And we don't want them to think that we're homophobic or that we have any problem because we, we love our kids. If Tristan came to me today and said, mom, I am a lesbian and I want to date this girl. I like this girl. And I need you to be okay with that because I am a lesbian. I would say, okay, if you are sure and you know what that means, now I'm going to go through, do you know what that means? Right. Okay. But if you, if you're sure and you know what that means, okay. Now she hasn't done that. And I've tried to kind of like see if that's where we're headed. See if that's where we're going, but it's not that. So I don't know what it is, unless she's really just hesitant and really gun shy. It's like, I just don't want you calling me anything. And I'm like, well, too bad. And honestly, she doesn't throw a fit about it. I say my girls, I have three girls. um, When I say something or the girls say, the girls will say, I have two sisters or whatever. We, I have sisters. I don't have any brothers. 
She doesn't like God. She says nothing. You're lucky. But I did shut that down for a minute. She did try to say something. She told Georgia, I think it was, I think Georgia called her a girl. And she told Georgia, don't call me a girl. Call me, call me, call me a summer or something like that. And I go, and I had a talk with her and I go, do not do that. Do not confuse your sister. Do not do that to her. It doesn't matter. I'm not, we're not going there right now. We're not. That's where I draw the line. And she did. And she dropped it and we never had a discussion about it again. Now, I'm not forcing it down her throat. Right. But I'm also not going to correct my my child. Right. And I'm not going to confuse her with that. And our kids are little. And again, we go back to the fact that we have teenagers and little ones. Yes. All in the same yes. household. So can you see? Stop messing with, with my kids yes. who are trying to learn the difference between he, she, and they. Yes. And trying to confuse them. I'm yes. just, they're just learning how to talk. Yeah. My kid just learned that boys have penises. Yeah. My four-year-old. Oh, they don't, you don't even have penises in this house. You have one. You want to know why? Why? She found out about it at the zoo. <laughs> have you ever seen a male elephant with his penis hanging all the way down to his fucking knees? And so what was the conversation? She... <laughs> We're at the zoo on Monday, and she goes, we, we go see the <laughs> elephants, which she's been looking forward to seeing these damn elephants. We get out there, and I'm like, I see, I notice it. Oh, He's geez. walking and I'm like, holy cow. Have I never seen an elephant penis before? I don't think I have. Okay. I have a picture. I had oh, to take a picture. Geez, it looks like a fifth leg coming out. But Gigi goes, mom, whoa, look at his, what, his thing, his oh. thing. And she, she says, coming out of his butt. She thinks they come out of his oh, butt. So uh-huh. she's like, his thing that comes out of his butt, it's huge. Why is this so huge? Why does he have that? And I said, because he's a boy elephant. And I'm like, trying try, try not to laugh. There's a ton of people <laughs> by us, right? And I'm dying. I'm like, oh, my gosh. How do I explain this? Oh, that's this? great. So I was like, he's a boy elephant. So she's like, do all boys have that? And oh, I was like, wow. Um, no. Well, they don't have them like an elephant. Okay. They all wish they did, but they don't. <laughs> Take a good look, because that's the last time you're going to see one of that size. No, but I was like, but but what boys do have? You know, they do have that. That's part of their privates. And, mm-hmm. and then I try to like skip over it. I'm like, she's four years old, really. Right. I'm explaining penises to her, but she has cousins. She has boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's talk. whatever. And I think it's like kind of goes over and then two days later Tony's like yeah so Georgia tells me dad I didn't know you had a thing <gasps> oh she absorbed the shit out of that yeah, I'm like, great she... please don't go to Catholic school and tell uh-huh. you saw a big elephant dong uh-huh. yeah you're gonna show me that picture once we stop yeah, recording I am. anyway but it's like yes don't confuse our kids any more than they have to be confused right please because it's already a confusing time it is i'm confused don't try to i know that's so true because i'm already lost on it and so i had to do a a similar thing was like us drawing the line um kenzie was painting her nails and wanted to paint james's nails and we were like let's just not yeah do that you know 
maybe yeah. when he's older. And you know, it's like my mom used to say, like, I remember being in the car with my mom and she, like you, she'd say, you guys don't get to choose the radio station. When you are 16 and you drive your own car and I'm a passenger in your mm-hmm. car, you get to choose the radio mm-hmm. station, you know? Yes. And so part of me wants to be like that. Like when you, like you said, you know, when you're old at the, at a sound age to make life changing decisions, yes, then okay. we will refer to you these yeah. different ways, you know? Yeah. Cause you're asking a lot of us and it's uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah. And you barely can clean your own bathroom and wipe your ass and do laundry. Give me a break. You can't, hey. you don't know what you're doing yet. You don't know. Just like you don't know if there's, especially about sexuality. I just feel like you don't, you don't know. I mean, you'll even go get through college and, Probably, Still not know. You know, because you'll probably do stupid stuff that I don't right. want to know about. But that's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, see, so then I go, and then I'm like, damn, are we doing the right thing? Like, are we being, I want to be supportive. But are we all doing like this really weird thing? Because we're on this weird train ride. That's We're like, on the weirdest train ride with this. Yeah. I like don't know where we're going with it. Like, I don't know if we're, it's for the better or the worse. I don't know if it's, like, the better, like, it's going to make our world, like, a love, peace, and chicken grease. Or if it's going to be, like, we're all going to hell. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know. Are we fucking up our kids more? I, that's we're making what I'm them better? afraid of. We're making them better because they're more, like, everyone's equal. And, and that's can, cool. and you can be what you want to be and you can do what you want to do and you can, you know, you can identify as whatever you want to identify and whatever, or are we making it worse? I just don't know. It's just so, it's such a weird. So there's this, um, this article, and I know I mentioned it to you guys before by Hillsdale college. And it's this woman who did like this whole study on this subject and it's about women or girls. And it's like, when you, okay, when you were growing up, did you know a lot of girls that wanted to be boys? No, no. Did you know any boys that wanted to be girls? Um, no, but I think in my time as, as I've like gotten into my adult age, I've had more feminine men in my life than girls feeling that they wanted to be. And I think this is natural because girls are badass. Yes. Men want to be women. Yeah. Because we're badass. Yeah. And that's what our girls don't realize. Right. Is the trend used to be, you know, Bruce Jenner's of the world. Right. And, And I do believe that. I have seen firsthand little boys I used to babysit and I called it. Yes. You when knew they were little. You knew. Yes. Yes. They will either be gay or they will dress themselves as females later yeah. in their life. And you can see it early on. Yeah. I did not see it with our girls the same way. When I talked to other moms whose teenage daughters are doing the same thing right now, never knew. It's just recently come out. Yeah. 
And so I really do think there's something going on. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, my kid is into like, you know, she's in a theater, she's in a drama. I mean, those kids are kind of, you know, they're kind of the nerdy kids. Yeah. yeah, they're different. And so maybe that's just the uh, people that she's hanging around with. So at first, that's what I was going into it with, right? When this all kind of really was kind of starting to bubble. I'm like, this is kind of like her, maybe her world that she's in because of the things that she's into. And then I just saw it like sleep all over. And I feel like it's everywhere. Yeah. It's not the only one. No. Now, I will say this. And I always feel like, too, like, okay, you can still, you can, you can date whoever you want to date. Right. As long as they don't have, you know, face tattoos and, you know, they are like a decent person, you know, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about that. I care about, are you trying to make a decision that you cannot make? Do you even understand what you're talking about? No, you don't. And you're right. Um, my mom was a tomboy. My mom played soccer with me when she was like, well, she was, you know, she got pregnant in high school. So she was like right. six months pregnant, still playing soccer. You know, like she was, she looked like a boy. She looked like my brothers in high school. Don't ask me how she got pregnant. How funny. She looked like a boy. <laughs> well, she see? was a tomboy, but I don't think she ever wanted to be a boy. Right. Why? Why is, why? I don't know. I will say this, that my little crow is the happiest and most comfortable she's ever been. Well, that's good. That's great. I'm very happy. I'm happy. She's really happy right now. So I think that's more of a reason for Chris and I to be like super supportive of it. Yes. Yeah. For her. Sure. Our Christmas cards are going to look weird for the next couple years. But if she's happy, we're happy. Right? Yes. However... Um, I do feel like you, like, do you really know what this all is? Yeah. Are you sure you know what you're talking about? Or are you just a teenager who thinks they know everything, you know? And I just want to know where this is all really coming from in the world. What's, you know, I can't help but feel like social media has a lot to do with it. Well, with what's, what's, what's in front of them, what's being put out there. And this article or this speech, whatever you want to call it, they, they talk about that. Like, sure. Crow's really comfortable and happy right now. And so I'll, I'll feed into that. I'll support that all I want, you know, or all I need to, to keep her happy. If that's what makes her happy. But I'm afraid that it might be this false happiness thing because they think and this this article talks about this is that these teenage girls that's got to be in the population of the world of worlds that's the most fragile person yes in the population yes. of the world absolutely is the teenage girl yes. right yeah and they look for safety and protection yes and this lgbtq community is their safety net this it's where everyone is accepted and you can be whoever you want and you can change it from day to day and nobody can judge you because you're in this protected group. Yes. The same way, this is really weird, but this spoke to me. This woman talked about, do you remember when we were growing up, 
anorexia and bulimia, yes. eating disorders. Yes. That was like a trend. Yes. When I was in high school. Yes, absolutely. And you, too. if you claimed to be anorexic or bulimic, and I knew girls that did this, mm-hmm. they were clearly not anorexic or bulimic, but they would almost claim it as like to be protected. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you can't talk about me. You can't, you can't call me fat because I'm anorexic and you'll make me. I have said that many times as well about this because I'm really, okay, I'm going to, maybe people are going to stop following us after oh, this. Oh, shoot. I know. Are we I, getting too no, deep? But I, I love, I love, I love Dave Chappelle. I love, I love Dave Chappelle. Chris McKenzie watched Dave Chappelle the other night. Oh my, oh my gosh, oh my was God. that brilliant? I was oh like, that might be the smartest drunk movie you've ever yes. made on a Friday night. Yes. And, and he is, I love him because, well, he's funnier than shit, Mm -hmm. but also it's true. It's not said out of hate or anger, but it's like, they are, they, people have, people have become this protection. It's this protective group. You can't say anything. You can't say anything. What is that? I can say like, oh, you freaking whatever, you know, what I could say, whatever, but they, but you can't say anything about that one group. And, and it's, it's pretty big. It's big. I mean, you can, I mean, we talk about it all the time, Ashley and I, it's like, what is it? A uh, cancel culture or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, you really can, and you can be done because you can't say anything about that group. Isn't that crazy? I mean, they would never have survived the comedians in the early 90s. I know. Nobody would be a comedian. If if we all had to be so PC, we would never laugh okay. at all of these comedies. So what we like, need to do okay. one night, supposedly there's a new South. Okay. I don't know if you know about South. I do. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there's the new, the newest episode of South Park where like everybody's quarantined in this one town of people who didn't get vaccinated, I guess, or vice versa. I haven't seen it yet. And, um, and everybody's political. It's like, it's like where we're headed right now. With everybody must be vaccinated, quarantined, wearing masks, and you can't talk shit on each other. And so it's just like PC jokes. <laughs> and so like, I guess this is my Mexican coworker told me how funny this is that like, I guess the comedian got up, in this new futuristic town of South Park and he's a comedian, but the jokes can only be PC. And he's like, and you know, Mexicans, they're hard workers. Oh my God. And everybody just cracks up. And that's, that's the the most you can say about each other. Sounds like a sad life. No, I thought (laughs) that was really nice. No, no. I mean, my goodness. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. You gotta be able to like, crack fun at your eating or are we just assholes are we like closed-minded maybe we are assholes maybe that'll be the the next uh, episode you'll have to come back are we assholes well we'll know this is a long episode and we'll know once your listenership goes (laughs) yeah everyone stops listening Thanks, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Molly, thanks for coming and hanging out with me. me. We miss you, Ash. We miss you, Ash. Segment music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.